So what do you think your uh, ultimate word count may be? Where do you think you are? Okay, so you're at 40,000 words. Where do you think you are? I'm going to end I'm going to end up at at least 150. Yeah, that's I, I don't right. see it coming in much below that unless I just flake out and trim a bunch of stuff. And I've got I've got some pretty detailed ideas about how I want to handle some of these events behind the scenes. Well, that's not horrible for historical fiction, actually. That's no, it's not. Right, and right from, what I'm, from yeah. what I'm looking at, that's probably where I would expect yeah. it to go. Okay. Um, I'm going to, at some point, need to make a decision about whether I'm going to end it in summer 1862 or push it all the way into December because there are important events that happen then for the characters that I'm writing about, but the really key one ends in July. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you'll That's, cross that. Well, you'll figure it out when you get there. July is actually a big failure for them all. Oh. Because the Alabama gets away. And their whole mission is to stop it. And they lose. But they in they actually win because they convince the Brits to enforce their own law. So the ironclad rams that the Confederacy is trying to build do get confiscated. And those are probably the more important weapons anyway. Gotcha. Huh. Well, I'm looking forward to when you get it done. I'm, my, my goal for... 2022 is to have this done, edited, packaged, all done by the end of the year. Wow, that's pretty ambitious. Yes. All right. But well, you've done most that, of the research already. So yeah, I'm not going to have to be digging. Right. I'm going to have to be writing. Right. All right. And we'll see. That's a. That's just going to require more commitment to doing. Well, ambitious doesn't work. mean it's undoable. It's no, not doable. No, it's so, doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, so what's the best thing you read in 2021? See, that depends on what day you ask I me. I know, right? To, to pick out That's what I tried to one, tell the producer, too. One <laughs> book. So I'm always biased toward the last book that really wowed me. Yeah, yeah. So right now it's The House in the Cerulean Sea because it really wowed me. Yeah, that would be but, on my list, yeah. But then if I think back to other books I read earlier in the year, like A Memory Called Empire, or, gosh, I have to go way, way back into January and February, and I'm not even sure I can remember what right. I read Right, well, that's then. why that's why I list everything. I keep a list of everything, because otherwise I'm not that I can't organized. remember. I mean, it's yeah. a, most of them are here on my, you know, my phone, because I read most of my books electronically well i um, i have to say that one of the top books i read this year was amber and clay by laura amy schlitz and it's it just it's it's a ya and it's really really good mm -hmm. and she does uh the greek verse as part of that and i just thought it was it it did all the things it was emotionally resonant it was the characters were engaging the writing was beautiful uh, the structure was really well done. I think that, oh, and the story itself was was a, a story that you want to be there for. Right. So I think that 
for me, that's one of my top reads of the year. The other one I really liked, and this is interesting because I was looking at this, Everything Sad is Untrue by Daniel Nayeri, which is also uh, considered uh, YA. And it, it's interesting because he used a structure that was similar to the 1001 uh, Nights, um, the, yeah. uh, the Scheherazade stories. And so I think these two being in my top five is really interesting because a lot of it has to do with not just the story and the and the emotional engagement, but the structure of it and the use of that, um, those, you know, the prose, the style of prose or poetry or what have you that was in it. And then, of course, The Galaxy in the Ground Within by Becky Chambers mm -hmm. is on the top of my list this year. I, I just, uh, right now, I don't, I, right now I like everything she does and unfortunately that's the fourth and last book in that series so uh, but then of course uh, T.J. Clune's uh, The House in the Cerulean Sea as you mentioned and Under the Whispering Door both I, I liked both of them very very much See, I'm, I'm going back and looking back through my book list at books uh -huh. I had forgotten mm -hmm. although I haven't forgotten one is The Pioneers by David McCullough and it's a history of the settlement of one particular town in Ohio, starting in the right at the turn of the 19th century. And, and it's good because it follows one small group of people from New England to establishment of this town, uh, dealing with the natives and dealing with adversity and plagues and floods and and it just is very evocative of the kind of people that would uproot themselves from a settled existence and go into the wilderness and and I just really enjoyed it um, another one that I that I had almost forgotten and I look back to how could I forget that is Underground Airlines by Ben Winters this you've got to read this book Underground Airlines. Underground Airlines. Think of the Underground Railroad. Okay. It's modern times. The Civil War never happened, and slavery still exists in four southern states, the hard four. And the only free zone in Atlanta, in, in Georgia, is the territory around Atlanta, which seceded from Georgia and declared itself a free city. Wow. Wow. Underground Airlines involves getting indentured workers, as they call them now. You're born with the indenture, unfortunately, out of the South via smuggling them into Atlanta Hartsfield and getting them on airplanes. Wow. All right. Um, it's You think it's one thing, and then in the end you find out that the guy that has been kind of the protagonist and you're rooting for him has a really twisted past oh you know i read another book this year that was like that uh where i was like oh yeah i'm all in for this this protagonist it's called uh the black prism and i'm i it's and it's dense it's the first book in a series it's 600 pages i'm all like Oh, yeah, root for the protagonist. And then you find out this guy is not who you think he is yeah, at yeah. all. Well, 
This guy still is who you think he is, but he doesn't come from where you thought he came from. Is it Brent Weeks, I think, wrote The Black Prism? Might be. that. I, I, the book and the name are familiar. I don't know if they fit together. Uh, another one is Pacific Glory by P.T. Duderman. Uh, it's part of his World War II in, in the Pacific series. And um, it's, it's a very evocative and gritty naval war story that just just hit me and i've read a lot of his other books this one was particularly striking for me um and the one that i had mentioned our on our last visit um uh i want to say carnival but it's that's not what it is carousel no i thought you said is it carousel it's in here somewhere um Bacchanal. Oh, Bacchanal, that's right. Yeah, Bacchanal. That's another one that that I would strongly recommend. Okay. Again, the ending was a little little contracted, almost like the author got to the end and decided she just needs to end this. It wasn't as good as I expected, but everything leading up to it is just really cool. Well, the longest book I read this year was uh, 1,007 pages. See, I don't know that I have the energy the to The Way of Kings by that. Brandon Sanderson. And I felt, and, and I think I reviewed it by saying, not only is it about an epic quest, reading it, it is, is an, an epic, epic quest. quest. So yes. um, I never started The Way of Kings. I, I loved Mistborn. I loved... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That whole trilogy, and then the He's Alloy Law talented, trilogy. But honestly, um, and, a thousand pages—that's yeah, a major you, commitment, and it's book one. It's I know. Book one. I know. It's so painful to think that no, I can't do this again. I just can't. I know. I have. I haven't gone back to Sanderson. Yeah. Other than some of his shorter works that I had not seen before, that I had not read before, that I picked up. Right. And I found them strangely not as satisfying as the whole Mistborn world is. I thought Mistborn was really good. Yeah. You know, and the he his his magic systems are yeah, and really... and that has influenced a lot of my own magical systems. Yeah, yeah, it's they're they're well thought out. Yeah, I can see where I can see that. I could see that for your uh, magic series. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm going way back now to look for anything else that there really wasn't much else that really stood out and grabbed me certainly that was new for um, 